This is the sound of a baby laughing. If you listen to season four of the Moda podcast, it's not exactly the kind of sound you've come to expect from us. To be blunt, most of our reporting has been pretty dark, bleak even. So even though it's been months since our final episode, we wanted to jump back into the feed and share a bonus episode with you. Something that brought us a lot of joy, and we think will bring you joy too. After years of investigating prison abuses, we decided it was important to do something that wasn't just about people in prison, but actually for them. People locked inside prison don't get podcasts, but many of them do have radios. So we got together with radio stations across the state of Illinois to arrange a two-hour broadcast that would reach inside every prison in the state. We'd include information and resources for people in prison. But we'd also take requests for sounds people wanted to hear from the other side of the prison wall, or sounds their loved ones wanted to send inside for them to hear, like baby laughter or bird chirping. Rides at the Great America Amusement Park. The waves of Lake Michigan. We broadcast those sounds and more into every Illinois prison earlier this year in a project called PrisonCast. And today, on this special bonus episode for Season 4 of Motive, we're bringing some of it to you. This is Kenzie. From WBEZ Chicago, I'm Shannon Heffernan. We'll be right back. Doors closed. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. When we started collecting requests from people inside prison and their friends and family, one thing I noticed was how you could really hear the distance between the world inside prison and the world outside. A huge gulf between what it's like out here and in there. Like the very basic things you could end up missing when locked up. Ms. Anderson, who's incarcerated at Logan Correctional Center, simply wanted to hear city traffic. Because inside a rural prison, she hadn't heard cars for a long time. Electric South Chicago train number 318 to Millennium Station is now approaching... Or Mr. Webb at Illinois River Correctional Center, who grew up close to a train in the Woodlawn neighborhood. It was a sound that comforted him. But as much as you can hear the distance... We also heard that distance collapsing, the way people shared a simple memory or connection through these sound requests. Here's an example from a woman who wanted to send a beloved Chicago summer sound to someone behind bars. This is for Danny at Menard Correctional from your sister, Anna. White Sox 
fireworks will always remind me of uh, us being kids and sitting at the cheap seats with dad and one dollar peanuts. Also, you um, worked there as a teenager with uh, your black apron that I think mom still has. Even now when I go to the Sox games and hear the fireworks, they make me think of you. I hope this reaches you and brings a smile to your face. Most of the requests we got were sounds like that White Sox request, ones we could find in Illinois. But two requests, also for Sounds of Home, required we travel a bit further. For those, we got a little help from a producer in Puerto Rico. Hello, my name is Soraya Diaz. This request comes from Alex at the Stateville Correctional Center, who wanted to hear the sound of the coqui frog in Puerto Rico. Right now, I'm in Gonzales Street, walking around, and next to this beautiful house, there is a mango tree in which a community of coquis lives. Right now, I'm at Mina's house. She lives in a small house with a tin roof, but she has an amazing garden, small but beautiful. This request comes from Carlos at Hill Correctional Center. Carlos was born in Puerto Rico and wanted to hear the sound of rain falling on a metal roof because it reminds Carlos of home. show, we've been playing the sounds that people in prison said they wanted to hear. Cars driving, kids laughing. Well, we got a very different request from Ignacio at Dixon Correctional Center in Northwest Illinois. Ignacio writes, this may sound odd and counterintuitive to your program, but what I miss most is silence. I'd like just a moment of silence. Prison is a life lived in a raucous echo chamber of pain and fear. So now, a moment of silence. Those were some of the sounds requested by people behind the prison walls. Next, a variation on that theme. Remember those music dedication shows? You could tune in and hear a husband requesting a song to make up with his wife, or maybe some heartbroken woman looking for a song to soothe her after splitting up. After the break, we bring you some of those old-school music dedication vibes, but from prison. To give you a taste, here's a short clip of A Place in the Sun by Stevie Wonder. It was requested by William inside Stateville, who said, Despite our misdeeds and the harm we've caused, if we repent, reform, and atone, there's a place for us in society. Like a branch on a tree, I keep reaching to 
inside prison, pretty much all you can do with your loved ones is talk on the phone, maybe an occasional visit. But it's where you get to actually do something together. And when you think about how you spend time with family and friends, it's often not talking, but having some shared experience side by side. We wanted to get as close to that as we could for the prison cast broadcast. We thought one of the things that would be nice to do together was hear some music. So even if they were separated by miles of highway and giant walls, families could listen together. Because of copyright, we can't play you the full songs, but we can give you little snippets. Hearing the request, it gave some of these songs an entirely new meaning for me. I don't think I'll ever hear them the same way again. Like Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. It was requested by Patrice in the Joliet Treatment Center, who said, I feel like Freddie Mercury is a champion for people who are different. Mama, life A lot of the music requests were about family. Holly dedicated Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses to their son Brandon at Western Illinois Correctional Center. They said, I just want him to know I love him and miss him very much. With me, he will always have a place to call home. Miss Thompson inside Logan Correctional Center wanted to hear a song for Mama by Boys to Men. Mama, Mama, you know This is Knocks Me Off of My Feet by Donald Jones. Miss Ball at Logan dedicated it to her father. He passed away from cancer. She said she had family members hold the phone to his ear so she could sing this song to him. And several people requested Dear Mama by Tupac. I reminisce on the stress I caused. It was hell. Hugging on my mama from a jail cell. And who thinking elementary? Hey, I see the penitentiary one day Running from the police, that's right Mama cast me, put a whoop into my backside Family wasn't only a reoccurring theme in the music requests. It was also a theme in the information we shared. We put together a segment for parents serving time. People who couldn't be there for a child's first step or first time riding a bike, but still wanted to know how to be a good parent. 
Martin Garcia, the manager of the Marshall Project's publication News Inside, joined Ayana Contreras, the host of the original broadcast, to share some advice. So I have kind of a, a dual experiencing with uh, parental incarceration. I grew up with my father in prison. My, my father went to prison when I was one years old. And I also went to prison myself. I was recently released about two and a half years ago, serving a 10-year sentence. And I have three children, uh, very young, that uh, experienced parental incarceration because of me. The biggest thing about being in prison is, is the, the inability to be physically present. So I think that in, in spite of the fact that I was able to make phone calls daily, I was able to receive uh, visits uh, probably monthly. The reality is I wasn't there. I saw my daughter take her first steps at 11 months in a visiting room where I was not able to walk with her or experience that. I've had to worry about uh, my child being hospitalized and the inability to run and take them and care for them and provide support to the family. My child has not been able to consistently like uh, rely on me for like homework help. And sometimes I've called and they've said, hey, like I needed you yesterday. I had this math problem. I couldn't figure it out and nobody could help me. And I think that that right there is the biggest challenge that you have to come to terms with the fact that no matter how hard you try, all these barriers are put in place and it's almost impossible to be like an active parent. So what's your advice for how incarcerated parents can maintain that relationship with their kids? There's no blanket method, right? Everything is really individualized. You have to kind of get to know your child. And I think the biggest thing that I did not like that was done with my children that I wanted to correct over the years was lying to them about my circumstance. People are afraid to talk about these things. They don't want children to be ridiculed in school. They don't want children to feel like it's their fault that their parent is incarcerated. So we lie to them to protect them which a lot of people do. And it happened to me. And as they grew older, I kind of had to engage with them and, and let them know, like, I'm not in college. I'm not in the army. I'm not away for work. I'm in prison because I made a poor choice and I'm suffering the consequence of that choice. Martin, what are some creative ways that parents can keep in touch with their kids? One thing that I, that I did is I took a parenting course while I was incarcerated. And so one of the things I learned from there is that if you can get your child like a, a magazine subscription, something inexpensive, highlights, National Geographic Kids, $15 a year because of the financial burden is, is, is ridiculous while you're incarcerated, then your child will be receiving a gift from you every month. It becomes a routine. And so what I would do is I would order the magazine for myself and order it for my children. And then we could kind of go through the magazine together when we were on the phone, or we could write letters about it and say, hey, like, did you see this article about giraffes? So it was like educational and fun and interactive. Some people share artwork together where they're like, I'll paint a picture of things that I've experienced. You paint a picture of things that you've experienced. I've also heard of people doing puzzles together, word search or crossword, where like, I'll rip it out. I'll start it off. I'll mail it home to you. You do a word or clue and then send it back to me. Yeah, I think just things like that. But it's things that we would normally do in person with a child, but you kind of just have to break it up into pieces. So your publication, News Inside, recently asked people for ideas about parenting from prison. And you printed some of those responses from incarcerated parents. Uh, what did you hear from them? If you're open, I can share a couple if you'd like. Oh, please. So Rita in California said, I recently just had my first kid. It really changed my mindset on how I do things. I went to jail the day after his birth. It messes me up not being able to see my child, but I still love him and will do anything for him. You live and you learn. My advice would be just to stay down and don't give up. 
your kid will still have love for you no matter what. Tell your kid you love them every day when you get a chance to talk to them. I know it sucks not seeing them, but stay up. Do you and everything will be okay. Um, another parent from California that's incarcerated said, parents behind walls must understand people and your children included have lives outside of these walls. So learn patience if you don't get your way. In the difficult times, I try to meditate and come up with the best solution possible. That's how I deal with difficult times. I also ask them a lot of questions about what they want in their lives. Stay relentless and active in your child's life, regardless of your circumstance. That was Ayana Contreras, content director from WBEZ's sister station, Vocalo, interviewing Martin Garcia, the manager of the Marshall Project's News Inside. Right now, you're listening to Green Onions by Booker T. and the MGs. It was requested by Arnold inside Dixon Correctional Center in Northwest Illinois. There was one song we wanted to play in its entirety. It's a song that was actually recorded by people inside Stateville Prison in Joliet, Illinois. They are part of a program called Rebirth of Sound. The program was started by the Chicago rapper Common, who worked to get a professional recording studio built inside the prison so they could teach people there how to write, record, and produce music. This next song is written and performed by graduates of that program who call themselves Hopeful Voices. The song is about their call to bring back the discretionary parole system in Illinois, which was abolished in 1978. That parole system would allow some people to eventually get released if they showed they changed. Here's their song, Bring It Back, which made its radio debut on PrisonCast. Bring it back. Please don't you take away our human dignity. Yeah, look. They locked us in these cages, constantly enslave us. If they let us out, they probably thinking we go apes. But no, we ain't animals. We far from some pagans. The jury found me guilty and the judge gave me 80. I'm still my mama's baby. What about that lady? People, they be singing, why they trying to serenade me? They tell me, spit my truth. This how I'm feeling. I can't change this. Man, if I was home, I'd tell them, shorty, stop that gang shit. They trying to bring parole back. Common chances vouching too. I'm trying to be at home making babies playing pickable. Granny says she love me and I feel it in my soul and now I feel even better if they bring back parole. I kind of understand why the politician hesitant. They out there killing babies rest in peace cause they was having sin. All I'm really saying, give your boy a second chance. My condolences to the family but they got the wrong man. <laughs> your life, twilight, you see them lights, I'm in the zone, I didn't dream the dreams of me, coming home, coming home, I came out, it was so bright, that I popped the light, and when they came back on, I was holding the mic, smoke one, you should have seen the scene, through the smoke screen, everybody want me
trapped in one act for the rest of your life. Reality perceived and absent of illusion. The law should be interpreted, not administrated by the future. Rule 23, in order, imported, undermining, defining the principle of this nation. Knowing to embellish the scales, determine who fails. That weights and shake the cries of the mothers at home, left alone. Agitating the spirits of those suffering the wrong. But all is focused, maintaining the abuser who refuse to render, surrender those they know is bold. That play the role to protect the mold. While communities unload, stories untold. With chaos to norm, disorder formed before the baby's born. Arming enemies with weapons to detect the capital. While they searching this lack they tell you your argument don't matter the anticipation we facing should be the people's occupation to change the way the law is made keeping us in the cage now you can tell by this country rage they forget we are ready to make you know we used to sit up and talk about our future and how we gonna get out the hood and how we gonna do all these good things and for them to just slam the door on us life that's what you sentenced me with Say I can't be rehabilitated, riddle me this. I was just an adolescent, raising a war zone. Chirac King Drive, my childhood friends gone. At 12, I was forced to serve a pony pack. Dirt died serving life, I want my homie back. Traumatized, believing that this life is normal. Living backwards, just like Lamron and normal. Born, dropped off in the middle of a movie. Could control my environment, two bodies as a juvie. Maturation of my brain, let the knowledge and growth. Trying to overturn my life like fouling the post. Ain't no way to earn good time, I'm earning degrees. CO's creeping on the galleries, holding the keys. 25 years in, and still ain't short. State's attorney giving numbers out like it's a sport. Now I'm into the youth, making positive impact. You turn your back on the youth. When I do, I'm giving back. We need parole in Illinois. You heard parole, Illinois. Common leaders say we doctors, lawyers, and more. Common sense, we need a chance. Chance and common came through. After 20 years, it ain't a release, it's just a review. No parole in Illinois since 78. Supposed to be about corrections, not torture and hate. I don't think that anything I say in this song will make you reinstate parole or care how long that I've been gone. You don't care if I'm remorseful or if jurors got it wrong or that my judge was a racist person with a heart of stone. You don't care if I'm a Christian or if I'm into religion or if higher courts were bogus for affirming my conviction. You don't care about the higher education that I'm seeking or that I have 31 certificates of completion. You don't care I have a bachelor's. You don't care I have a master's. You don't care I have support from local churches and pastors you don't care i wrote a book you don't care my life was hard you don't even care one time i saved the life of a god you don't care about reform you don't care my daughter's 20 but that i've been in this prison since the year she was born you don't care if i'm humble you don't care if i surrendered all you care about is me being a violent offender you see convictions for a murder but you won't look any further it's like saying what's love got to do with tina turner this psa don't need that by the time I come home, I'll probably have grandkids with some grandkids. That was Bring It Back by Hopeful Voices, a group of people in Stateville Prison who produced that song as part of the Rebirth of Sound program. You can learn more about the program at imaginejusticenow.com. 
Hopeful Voices is Dino Bailey, V. Matt McCormick Jr., John the Baptist Hall, Little B. Willis, Big Tuan R. Smith, and Cap William Carter on vocals. Engineering from that song came from J.C. Cruz, Benny Rios, Yamale Thomas, and Julio Guerrero. The drummer was Andrew Pilacutis, and the Rebirth of Sound program director and producer is Anthony Albin. Now we close out today's program on a sound request from Stephen at Illinois River Correctional Center. He said, I imagine every incarcerated individual fantasizes about his or her release date. So what I'd like to hear is a snippet of what it sounds like in the moments when somebody is actually processing out of prison. We sent our editor, Rob Wildeboer, out to Kiwani Prison to meet with a person named Manuel. He was leaving after three years behind bars. Rob was there as Manuel walked the hallways for the final time. I'm ready to go. <laughs> yes, they are. Everybody know I'm leaving. I said my farewell yesterday. My name is Manuel Rios. Um, today is the day that I'm finna go home. You know how you be nervous about something, and then you just, it's a good nervous. It's not a bad nervous, it's a good nervous. I'm nervous, but I'm happy to be going home to my family. I get God all the glory, but I get my family glory too because they was there through me through the whole time. So I'm thankful today. I want to go to work. I want to stay busy. I don't want to get caught up in the rapture no more. I'm done. I mean, I've been through this before to know better. I'll need the pink clipboard. Thank you one for everything. You know I'm going to be the last person to shake your hand, man. Amen. <laughs> So I got a sign some more paper. To sign, to get your money. Yep, and your medical card. Your social Medical card, your birth certificate. I want you to open each one to make sure that the everything's correct. Got my social security card. Correct. This is your number, your name, and then I'll have you sign it. Yeah, this is the last signature here. Yep. Thank you, Ms. Baker. All righty. Well, good luck to you. Shake your hand. Thank you, Ms. Baker. All right, let's go out this door here. <laughs> yep, it's the last road here. Time to go get in that car. Oh, it feels good to be on the other side of the fence. <laughs> there you go, my wife right there. <laughs> Looking for me. <laughs> Come on over here. Those crusty legs. Time to go home. Stay tuned until after the credits to hear what's coming next on Motive. Lauren Frost was the executive producer for the original Prison Cast broadcast, from which this podcast episode was made. It aired on a dozen stations across Illinois, reaching every state prison. Our editors were Al Keefe, Rob Wildeboer, and Kevin Dawson. Al Keefe also headed up the truly Herculean task of collecting requests from people inside and their families. The original broadcast version of Prison Cast was hosted by Ayana Contreras. A big team came together to collect the sounds you heard at the beginning of the show, including Rob Wildeboer, Mike Puente, Mariah Wolfel, Indy Cara, Jesse Dukes, Zariah Diaz, and Lauren Frost. 
special thanks to Lori Jo Reynolds and her photo request from Solitary Project, which helped inspire this format. Also special thanks to lots of folks whose support made this possible. Heidi Goldfein, Tracy Brown, Dave Miska, Ari Mejia, and all of our colleagues in Illinois Public Radio. We also owe a huge thanks to our outreach partners who helped us hear from folks in prison. We could not have done this project without that help. Thank you to the Chicago Torture Justice Center, Stateville Speaks, Think Tank, Restore Justice, Parole Illinois, the North Park Prison Program, News Inside at the Marshall Project, the Illinois Prison Project, the Uptown People's Law Center, PNAP, and the Unitarian Universalist Prison Ministry of Illinois. Coming up next month, we'll have a new season of Motive. Season 5 is hosted by my colleague on the WBEZ Criminal Justice Desk, Patrick Smith. Patrick spent months shadowing workers in Chicago who helped victims of gun violence and tried to prevent retaliation. Through their eyes, we gain insight into what's driving Chicago shootings and what it might take to stop them. I've gotten a chance to hear some of what Patrick's found, and it's incredible reporting, surprising and insightful. One of the people this season spends time with is a gunshot victim who was seriously wounded just steps from his house. This season tracks his recovery and his struggle to help police catch the shooter. I want to, I want to lock up the guy that did this. And I'm scared to be around because they know me. They know where I live. That's next season of Motive. Watch this feed. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.